Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Why Do I Care? I'm your host, Toby Favalor, and today we will be discussing kind of some doomsday scenarios for what would happen if McCarthy is unable to get the 218 votes he needs to become the next Speaker of the House. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Um, diving right in, there is a, a part of the Republican caucus who really, they don't, they don't want... Kevin McCarthy to be the next Speaker of the House, right? They 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 are against McCarthy, and this is this is weird. This is kind of big because historically, really, you just support your own party, right? Like this, like kind of in like a presidential election, like people like you usually support your party, and it's pretty it's down party lines because the Speaker of the House it's a big job, it's a big responsibility. Something that's important to keep in mind is usually the Speaker of the House is kind of viewed as like a promotion. Um, like there's like a kind of like a chain of command. So he was, uh, Kevin McCarthy, he has been the, the, like the minority leader or like the majority, like he has been in charge of the house GOP for some time. And now that they won back control of the house, it's like, it's, it was basically assumed that he would be the next speaker of the house. However, there are certain Republicans that do not want this to happen. So what, what could happen? How does, first of all, I, I think it's, it's important to know how how is the Speaker of the House elected? First of all, the Speaker of the House they don't have to be like a member of the House. That's something that a lot of people kind of don't really pay attention to because they they don't have to be kind of a member of the House. So if something goes really crazy, yeah, like Donald Trump could be the next Speaker of the House, or like Liz Cheney could be the next Speaker of the House. Like all these things, these are possible. While they are kind of out there, they are out there. So how does it work? So there needs to be a certain amount of people present in like in the house in order to to start getting decisions made. So you, there there needs to be at least 218 people in, before anything even gets started. So that's just getting out of the way. There's not going to be like a quick secret hush hush we're going to get this through with like a little bit of people. No. Like there you have to have exact like at least half your members there. But because this is such a big deal and it really shapes the next congress most of the time there's going to be multiple it's going to be like almost the entire congress is going to be there almost the entire house is going to be there um how does so yeah like i said it's usually a promotion and you don't have to be a member of the house in order to to become the speaker however you do need to win a majority vote you do need to win a majority vote however they, so yeah like i said before 218 that's the magic number in the house however that isn't always the case. So if you look at what happened in 2021 with Nancy Pelosi, she won with only 216 because three members voted present. Present means like, hey, I'm here, but I'm not going to pick a side. So then you just, you move that down. So the matching number for her was 215. So she did pass. She she was able, she was the next speaker of the house. That being said, we really see how close all these things can get, right? Like Paul, he, like what, what Kevin McCarthy really needs is he needs to get the 218 votes unless some people vote present, which is it's looking more and more likely that something like that can happen. And there are possibilities that this can get really chaotic and really crazy really quickly. Why? Why could this happen? Because Kevin McCarthy, he made the mistake, I guess, if you're a Republican politician, it's more of a mistake. If you're not a Republican politician, it's really just common sense of condemning what Donald Trump did in his role in the, the violence that occurred on our nation's capital on January 6th. He condemned Donald Trump immediately after, and then he had to go and he had to, like, you know, 
beg Trump for forgiveness and all of this stuff, but he really did lose um, kind of standing in the um, the the Republican Party. Um, that being said, he has kind of been able to get it back under control. He has been working really hard to kind of get all the people to rally around him. However, there are people most kind of, I don't want to say importantly, but most notably Andy Biggs of Arizona. So this is a representative and he is very much like a conservative hardliner. And why he is so important is he is actually challenging Kevin McCarthy to be I, I kind of like the most powerful member of Congress. Like he really, he is really trying to be the speaker of the house. And that's a big task. He was repeatedly told news reports that he's not bluffing, not bluffing. He really doesn't want to, um, like he's not bluffing this. Like he is really trying to make it clear that he is, um, he's going to, this is like a legitimate thing that he's trying to do. The speaker of the house was not elected yet. However, like I covered in a previous episode for the Democrats, leadership have been decided. So the House Republican Conference, they voted for the leadership position. So this happens um, So about a month ago, exactly, like November 15th, I think it was. And what happened is that Biggs did challenge McCarthy, but McCarthy was able to win 188 to 31. That... That's a big margin. However, what happens is that because he was able to take away 31 votes, like I talked about before, Paul McCarthy having, uh, I'm sorry, Kevin McCarthy, not Paul McCarthy, whoops, um, having those votes taken away from him, he's not going to be able to reach the um, 218 vote mark. He's not going to be able to, to reach that that point. And that's very crucial because what it gives is it gives a lot of power to some of the more conservative hardliners um in like the more extreme wing of the republican party so he they have enough seats but it's, it's barely it's a very very slim majority he has 222 gop seats so in order to you know win the speaker unless some weird stuff happens he's going to need to keep all before he can only afford to lose for the republicans and win the speakership so we know that that um andy uh uh Andy um, Biggs has oh, cut. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. We know that Biggs isn't voting, so that's one. And there are people who are like giving their support to Biggs. So, um, like, there are people who are really. This is going to get really close, right? So Biggs is obviously not going to vote against himself. Um, Matt Gates, he's said that he's a quote-unquote hard no on McCarthy, so that's probably, that's going to be two. And then there's a small group who are calling themselves the quote-unquote Never Kevin movement. So they, th- this is several people. So we know, at, le- at least I, I, I named two people that are, are against him. So that means that there only needs to be two. And there's almost definitely going to be two. Like Marjorie Taylor Greene, there's like a high chance that she could do it. And like all these other more extreme Republican members of the house what that means is that it really gives them power it really 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 gives them the power to just demand things right marjorie taylor green was stripped from her like committees but mccarthy has promised to give her the committees back in return for a vote it's all this kind of stuff so what what happens 
if if they don't re- if he doesn't reach the amount of votes that are needed. So it's it's yeah, two eighteen. What happens if he doesn't reach it? So if he doesn't get it, then there's going to be another, just like another ballot. It's going to keep going. It's just going. It's going to keep going and keep going and keep going. It's going to be. It's going to be tedious, but it's going to keep going. So what what might happen is um, there might like the first ballot. There might be some people who who do um, vote against him, and then the second ballot. That's where things kind of get interesting because if people do vote against him, it's really it's important to see if that coalition is able to hold together against Kevin McCarthy, if the quote-unquote never Kevin movement can really rally around um, bigs, that that could cause trouble for Kevin McCarthy because there's some people, some more moderate, or not not even moderate, just some members of the the, the, um, the Republican Party in the House were like, if you can bear, if you can't even win the majority in our party, in our caucus, how are you going to be able to lead us to more election victories to get legislation done that we really want. So that opens the door for kind of like after the first ballot, kind of the second one, the third one. So maybe by the second or third, we might see some people shifting over and it can get really close. So these, this is very out there. So what are some of the doomsday kind of scenarios? Like I mentioned, McCarthy might give more concessions away. He might be like buying votes kind of. And something that has been talked about, but it's really not that likely Democrats joining Republicans to select a speaker, kind of like a bipartisan speaker. This is something that is possible. There is a representative, uh, Henry Collier, who is a moderate Democrat from Texas, and he he has admitted that there have been some GOP members, um, members of the House, Republicans, that have informally approached him about maybe running. Um. However, Hakeem Jeffries, he has not, you know, confirmed or denied that any of this stuff might be happening. He's like, I, there hasn't been any of these talks has had, this isn't really a big issue. Like we haven't really talked about that. So it's, it's, I want to, once again, a doomsday scenario, the most likely scenario, if Kevin McCarthy is going to be the next speaker of the house. However, if that doesn't happen, it could probably be Biggs. That's probably second. Third, most likely, would probably be, like, a joint Democrat-Republican kind of moderate. But, like, the least likely would be, like, a Liz Cheney or, like, a Donald Trump or someone who isn't even in the House. He's not even, like, a a member of the House. That's definitely the least likely scenario, but it is still a scenario, so that's why I'm sharing with the podcast. So that is – that's it. Thank everyone, thank everyone so much for listening. If you're on YouTube, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, yeah, so a, a little update on kind of what the podcast is doing. We have a website, why do I care, um, pod.com. It's primarily a podcast. However, there is some very great exclusive content that is only found on YouTube. This includes kind of like a breakdown of the Senate, breakdown of the House. What's happening in Florida? Why was there such a large shift in Florida in like the 20-year difference right um all these things in their very interesting and exclusive content that you can only find on youtube so be sure to go check it out it's why do i care um same everywhere if you can't find it go to why do i care pod.com all the links to all the socials are there there's twitter there's instagram there's facebook there's youtube there's all these things you gotta check them out and um yeah thank you guys so much for listening be sure to share um subscribe rate it highly whether on your two on youtube or like a podcast thing all this stuff. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and have a great rest of your day.